our mind is incredibly powerful. Our thoughts are powerful enough to bring things into existence. This has been studied and documented time and time again. The placebo effect is scientific proof that we have the ability to heal ourselves. Another example of this is the dissociative identity disorder concept. Those with dissociative identity disorder, which is previously referred to as multiple personality disorder, can have physiological differences between alter personalities. Researchers have been studying the physiological differences between alters for decades, and what they have observed is incredible. Some physiological differences that have been observed include dominant-handedness, response to the same medication, allergic sensitivities, autonomic and endocrine function, visual function, heart rate, and blood pressure. So what does this mean? Well, one personality might need prescription eyeglasses, yet their alters don't. One personality can experience hives and a difficult time breathing after eating peanuts, yet their alters, the other personalities, can eat peanuts freely with zero allergic reactions. Same body, different physical responses. The mind-body connection is absolutely incredible. Now, it's really important to me that I clarify Chronic illness is absolutely not in your head. That was truly the worst thing that you could ever tell me when I was housebound ill and desperately fighting for my health. I also don't believe that you can, quote, positive think disease away. However, I do strongly believe that subconscious trauma and chronic nervous system dysregulation is a critical piece of the puzzle that should absolutely be addressed. Subconscious and nervous system healing can be one of the most profound healing tools in your toolbox. It absolutely was for me and continues to support me far beyond anything else. And that's why today we will be diving into nervous system regulation. We know that our mind is incredibly powerful. So let's look at how our subconscious thoughts affect our everyday. You might have heard of the autonomic nervous system. It's responsible for regulating involuntary, automatic bodily processes, including heart rate, respiration, digestion, urination, etc. The autonomic nervous system can be broken down into two parts. One is the parasympathetic nervous system, rest and digest, and two, the sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight. The parasympathetic nervous system activation encourages a rest and digest response, activating bodily responses to help the body recover. It encourages homeostasis and alkalinity in the body, relaxes muscles that were used to fight or flight, and encourages organs to focus on their unique tasks versus preparing for danger. The sympathetic nervous system activates the fight or flight response. This can show up as brain fog, racing thoughts, quicker breathing, tight muscles, it inhibits digestion, you might notice bladder urgency, increased sweating, insomnia, irritability, feeling withdrawn, raised blood pressure, increased heart rate, panic, anxiety, excessive adrenaline, hyperactivity, an exaggerated startle, the inability to relax, and overall restlessness. When pathogens, mycotoxins, toxicity in general is high, it will move you into a chronic state of fight or flight. Now let's remember that the sympathetic nervous system is not bad. It helps us and is needed. It plays a key role in keeping a safe, regulating body temperature. It's needed for exercise, transitioning from sleep to an alert state, and even changing position from sitting to standing. 
Our goal is to activate the parasympathetic nervous system when there is no need for fight or flight, bringing the body back into balance and encouraging homeostasis. I've been asked quite a few times actually to clarify the difference between subconscious versus conscious mind, so I want to quickly illustrate the difference with an analogy. The conscious mind is like an actor that we see performing on stage. We're fully aware of the thoughts firing off in our conscious mind. The subconscious mind is like the stage crew, working hard behind the scenes, making sure that the actor is supported, prepared, and protected. I hope that helps. Many times, past wounds are stored in our subconscious, constantly on the lookout for that past trauma occurring again, firing off all the alarm bells when it identifies anything resembling that past trauma or the emotions we felt during that experience. It's like our subconscious is saying, that was scary, hurtful, uncomfortable. We're going to make sure that that never happens to you again. This can set off a constant subconscious alarm of I'm not safe, which can lead to us getting stuck in our sympathetic nervous system. Living in our sympathetic nervous system prevents our body from performing optimally, which can lead to chronic symptoms and disease. Okay, now let's break down the stress response, which includes fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. The stress response is the emergency reaction system of the body. When the body perceives a threat, it literally shifts bodily processes to help you fight the threat or flight to safety. Its top priority is to protect you from danger and help you survive. Let's first talk about fight. Many times our first response to a perceived threat is to fight. This can look like aggression, over-the-top outbursts, highly reactive and highly defensive attacking others through shaming, blaming, insulting, and other toxic behaviors to label the other person as the threat and the cause of their victimhood. Fight is commonly felt as tension in the arms and legs, clenched fists and jaw, irritability, anger, rage, a desire to strike out physically. Flight. If we can't fight our threat, if we don't feel safe, we flight. This can look like anxiety or panic attacks, being sensitive to feeling trapped, discomfort in sitting still, even comfort in a busy schedule, controlling behavior in an attempt to create security, social anxiety, and feeling uncomfortable with the unknown. Flight is commonly felt as trembling, shaking, weak legs and feet, a nervous gut, feeling like you can't catch your breath, digestive distress, restless legs, anxiety, darting eyes, inability to focus, and fidgeting. Freeze. If you can't fight or flee the perceived threat, your body can move into freeze. As children, unfortunately, the ability to fight and flight is very limited. If the child doesn't feel safe and isn't protected by the caregiver, the child will often move into the freeze response to survive. We can also move into the freeze response when stuck in fight or flight for an extended period of time. Freeze is commonly felt as brain fog, difficulty putting words together, feeling numb, withdrawn, chronic fatigue, feeling helpless, feeling hopeless, feeling cold or numb, depression, physical stiffness or heaviness of limbs, restricted breathing or holding our breath, a sense of dread and disconnection. Fawn. When in freeze, one can appease or dissociate to survive. The appease or fawn response occurs when we comply in order to minimize confrontation in an attempt to protect ourselves. As children, we subconsciously know that we need our caregivers to survive. 
if they were emotionally absent, abusive, narcissistic, and unable to meet our needs, it can set off the alarm that we're not safe. We can't fight them. We can't run. So we then learn to fawn in order to survive. I'll do whatever you want. Please don't abandon me. Fawning can look like people-pleasing, the inability to express how you really feel, caring for others to your own detriment, the inability to say no, avoiding conflict, overly agreeable, and unhealthy or lack of boundaries. So you might be thinking, what does the stress response have to do with encouraging healing and optimal health? Well, let's think about this. If you feel like a lion is about to attack at any moment, your body will put healing on hold because helping you survive becomes the number one priority. I mean, really think about it. If a lion is chasing you down right now, are you going to stop and eat a meal? Have a deep conversation with a friend? Process new information? Take a nap? Do you think your body is going to prioritize killing off pathogens, detoxing, and healing when a lion is about to pounce at any moment? No way. The top priority at that point is to help you survive. This is why so many times those stuck in constant fight or flight will experience digestive issues, brain fog, insomnia, sluggish detox processing, and high pathogen loads. If you feel like a lion is about to attack at any moment, your body will put healing on hold because helping you survive becomes the number one priority. Do you have a threatening, quote, lion in your life that is throwing your body into a constant state of fight or flight? Oh my gosh, in today's world, there are truly so many. Let's look at some everyday common examples that can kick up the stress response. First of all, waking up to an alarm and rushing out the door, being overbooked, the go-go-go schedule, a toxic partner or relationship, toxic expectations that you allow others to put on you or expectations that you put on yourself, a lack of boundaries, unmet needs because you're pouring everything into serving others, a toxic home environment, mold, chemicals, pathogens, heavy metals, EMFs, radiation, also a highly toxic, highly caffeinated inflammatory diet, high toxicity in the body, past trauma popping up currently in your life as triggers and anxiety, fear, could be a fear of toxins, fear of food, life, getting sick, fear of anything at all, even fear around strict healing protocols. While I was healing from chronic illness, I found myself becoming so strict with healing protocols that I became fearful of breaking the rules. I developed toxin fear, food fear, fear of trying healing tools outside of the ones that were recommended. I was supposed to be healing. However, my body was instead stuck in a constant state of fight or flight. And once I addressed the lion, the fear, healing began to progress at a speed that absolutely blew me away. A lion can be anything at all that creates a threat to your safety. This can be physical, emotional, conscious, or subconscious. Addressing the threat and bringing your body out of a constant state of fight or flight is a crucial piece in the healing puzzle. I encourage you to scan your life and identify any lions, perceived threats that need to be addressed. Once the threat is addressed, once your body understands that there is no immediate danger, your body can get back to doing what it was created to do, heal. By being aware of the signs of dysregulation, you can better identify when your body needs help regulating. Regulating your system helps your body come back into the present moment and once again feel safe. 
Feeling safe encourages homeostasis in the body, which allows your body to function optimally and encourages healing. Think about when there's a fire drill at an elementary school. The sudden abrasive sound of the alarm makes a lot of them jump. Some of the little ones cry. There might be a little bit of anxious chaos as the main focus becomes getting into a line and proceeding out to the designated safe spot. After a while of waiting, the principal announces over the loudspeaker that it's safe to go back to class. The students go back to their classes, sit at their desks, and feel safe to continue their studies. That analogy, what happens during that fire drill, is very similar to what happens in our body when we face a perceived threat. Whether it's a current threat, something that reminds you of a past threat, toxic overwhelm, unmet needs, not getting enough to eat, a high-stress schedule, nutrient deficiency, high inflammation in the body, no matter what your root cause of the stress response is, your bodily processes are focused on helping you survive danger until it receives an update that it's safe to resume their unique tasks. Ways to encourage nervous system regulation might include breath work, journaling, grounding and spending time in nature, physically releasing fight and flight energy, which we will go over in the next episode, spending a few minutes embracing safety felt in stillness, scanning your environment to bring your subconscious back to this moment versus focused on the past or future, practicing healthy boundaries, identifying and addressing the root wound that is coming up as a current trigger, practicing self-love by meeting your needs and incorporating things into your day that bring you joy, reparenting or inner child healing, and the trauma release technique is incredibly powerful. If this episode really resonates with you and you know that you need to incorporate nervous system regulation, but this all sounds a little overwhelming and you have no clue where to start or what to do, stay tuned. I am currently creating a powerful live six-week small group nervous system healing program where I will walk you through nervous system regulation step by step. You'll learn exactly what I did to break free from over 30 years of chronic generalized anxiety disorder. The same tools and techniques that supported my body in healing from several diseases. The same process and resources that I use today to encourage daily regulation and optimal health. I'm also going to be offering group breathwork release sessions over Zoom, I think about every other month. And during these sessions, I will guide you through a very relaxing yet powerful regulation technique that will help your body gently release years worth of stress and leave you feeling grounded and empowered. I'll be releasing these very soon, so make sure that you're following me on Instagram at Monique Hessler Wellness if you're feeling that nudge and it really resonates with you. We need to stay on top of supporting our nervous system, supporting our bodies now more than ever. I hope that this episode reminds you that your mind is incredibly powerful. You are incredibly powerful. That even though the triggers and the anxiety might feel incredibly uncomfortable, it's not there to punish you. It's there to help you and protect you. Your mind and your body exist to protect you, to support you, to fight for you. Sometimes it needs support back, especially during these crazy and highly toxic times. Work with your body versus fighting against it. Listen to the alarm bells that it sends you. Lean in, address the root, and witness your body get back to what it was created to do. Heal. Heal. 